Hence the paralytic being addressed as child and the woman with blood as daughter. But the most significant use of the word, take part, is the Lord's admonishment to his disciples on the night when he's betrayed. There he says, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. The church is constantly threatened by persecution and martyrdom of one sort of or another. Gethsemane sorrow and uncertainty are the standard, not the exception. Human beings like rabbits live in constant anxiety. Why else would the Lord admonish us in our anxieties? You don't know what the future holds. You're vulnerable on every level. Cancer can get you. Unfaithful spouses and rebellious children can get you. Greedy bosses, incompetent government officials, thieves, drunk drivers, storms, they can get you. So also can the devil and his demons get you. This world isn't a safe place for sinners. You know, worst of all, is your betraying and complacent flesh. You're like a rabbit who looks in a mirror and mistakenly sees a lion and in doing so loses fear for house cats and cars. Those who think that they stand take heed lest they fall. The flesh is weak. Lust is strong. Addictions are common. And excuses are plentiful. It doesn't take much to destroy yourself. To lose your family, your job, the respect of your peers, the ability to look your mother or your daughter in the eye. Worse than cancer and paralysis is the shame of your secret thoughts. Repent. And be confident. Take heart. Have courage. Even though you have tribulations in the world, the Lord summons you to courage. He says, it is I. Your sins are forgiven. Your faith has saved you. I have overcome the world. He calls the paralytic child. He calls the woman with the discharge of blood daughter. He looks upon you with no less compassion and no less affection. You are in the hands of the victor. You have his watery name upon you. He's defeated all your enemies. Not just the devil and the world and death, but even your own sinful flesh. You have tribulations, most definitely. But he has overcome the world. He's overcome you. He has cast his shade upon you, taken you into himself, declared himself to be your God and your Savior. So let the storms and the government and even the Senate come. 
Let sickness and poverty and death come. They can harm us none. One little word can fell them. It's not the vain St. Crispin's Day speech of Henry VIII. This is not the shallow praise of George Patton, nor is it the speculation of Socrates that it's all right because the soul is immortal. This isn't the pride of Henley's defiant and errant statement. It matters not how straight the gate, how charged with punishments the scroll, I am the master of my fate, I am the captain of my soul. No, you are most definitely not. It doesn't matter how straight the gate or how charged with punishments the scroll. The Christ is your captain. He stays by your side. And he's taken your punishments into himself and broadened the gate wide enough for you to get in. This is Christ himself in our flesh, in our own mess, infected with our diseases, shamed in our company, who on the basis of his victory over the world achieved through his crucifixion and resurrection, issues the summons to courage. This isn't myth or romanticism. This is fulfillment. This is history. This, is, this isn't yearning and wishful thinking or speculation. The Lord is calm. This isn't an emotional appeal. It's a straightforward statement of fact. Take heart. Be of good courage. Be confident. For Christ the Lord, the kingdom of heaven, is at hand. And the world, paralysis, an issue of blood, storms, they're overcome. Have courage. For death is overcome. The rabbis are overcome. Loneliness and shame are overcome. Your sins are forgiven. Get up and walk. This is all of faith and works in two sentences. All there is to being a Christian. Your sins are forgiven. Get up and walk. Yet, there are these two bookends that shouldn't be missed. The Lord starts with, take heart. That courage comes from the Lord's presence for us in our flesh. He comes to be the sacrifice and substitute for us. That's a, the basis for forgiveness and good works. And then he ends this encounter with the command, go home. And that's it. Take heart. Your sins are forgiven. Get up and walk. Go home. That's the totality of Christian doctrine. Without the Spirit, you're a paralytic. With the Spirit given through the Word of Christ and Holy Baptism, you are made a child of the Father and are forgiven and able to walk and brought home. The peace of God which passes all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen.